One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to uh, another episode of Friends with Friends. My name's Pete. Is Dave? Here he is. Uh, hello, Pete. Ahoy! Shit, I absolutely tested that up, didn't I? Ahoy! Let's just pre- let's just take two. You know, just pretend that never happened. Fine, let's do that. Uh, Ahoy! What's, I did it. Yeah, yeah, got that. Um, how are we going? Uh, all right, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Uh, I'm all right, thank you. I thought about doing a weird recapping cold open to this episode, and then I forgot about it until I just sat down, so I didn't do it. But you know how this episode of Friends starts with a weird. Yes, with Joey leading into the camera. Format breaking yeah. recap. I was like, maybe I'll line some sand and go, last week on Friends with Friends, mm. this happened, but I don't really know what happened about that. Um, um, do you know what? Because of it being a triple requester this oh, week. Oh, my absolute days. We'd probably better crack on and start reading the messages because that's probably going to form, you know, a good third of this episode. Yeah, I reckon if you don't want to hear the requests, you could probably skip forward a minute and a half now right but i you shouldn't do that because no don't do that because that is that is uh undermining the contributions of helen tracy and katarina what a trio what a trino htk form a band um yeah absolutely uh first helen hello hello from november 2022 hey not that far on that really isn't that long ago Done all right to catch up here, haven't we? Hopefully the baby growing inside of me won't already be at school by the time we get to this episode. Well, joke's on you, Helen. Yeah. Might still just be growing inside of you. Have you had it yet? It's true. Uh, Could still be, theoretically, couldn't it? Yeah, we don't really know, do we? Not clear. Well, no, we don't know how far, far gone she was in November, but it's it's plausible. Anyway, I'd like to request one with a jellyfish. Firstly, to hear you discuss the seamless swap between the seasons and Chandler's changing hair. Not just Chandler, actually, yeah. Secondly, because the scene of peeing reveal is one of the most memorable scenes to me in all of Friends, a classic ensemble piece. Uh, thanks for being so awesome, Helen, and my soon-to-be in the world, Bump. P.S. I'll do a quiz once I go on maternity leave seeing as that'll still be before the recording i imagine well ah we've got to it quicker than you thought helen and uh, no she has supplied a quiz oh has she yeah sorry spoiler for later yeah oh crikey does that mean we've got two quizzes yep oh. three requests and two quizzes Fine. <laughs> format chaos today Longest i'll tell you what episode ever to add to the format chaos shall i read the second of the three requests go on then Fine. why not tracy tracy Maybe. says hi i love the pod and it has kept me company on many a walk me and my brother used to watch it each week i assume that means friends rather than us uh i also hired the last couple of series from blockbusters remember them i do um she says i think you got three episodes per dvd that's not many is it i think it was four from memory all right don't don't make out tracy's full of shit no, well, I'm not saying she's full of shit. I'm just saying she, you know, can't count to four. You're undermining Tracy. <laughs> That's what you're doing. 
Um, uh, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I might be misremembering. The Simpsons tapes were definitely four, weren't they? Do you remember them? Guess what? I do remember them, yeah. Guess yeah. what uh, episode Tracy's requesting? Uh, is it the one where Ross is fine? It's not. It's the uh, the one with the jellyfish. Uh, it says, cool. this for a couple of reasons. Firstly, I don't think a week has gone by for years without me saying, you fell asleep? Yeah. And Chandler saying, I knew it, as the door closes is perfect. Secondly, I was... St- oh! Secondly, I was stung by a jellyfish during the summer. And the right. amount of people gave me the advice from friends as to what to do was amazing. And I also got to say I got stung bad. Thanks, comma, Tracy. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, Tracy. Uh, and Katerina <laughs> says, Hi, love the podcast. Always a good sign when I need to stop what I'm doing because I can't hear you properly during my breakfast routine each Tuesday morning or rewind just to laugh again. Oh, a double laugh. I'd like to request... Why? Why can't sorry. she hear us during what she... What's her breakfast routine? Why is I it so loud? just laughing so... Oh, I see. Busy. I thought you meant she's know. making a noisy <laughs> breakfast. Well, maybe she is. Maybe she's making a smoothie. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to just one with the jellyfish. I just shot on my 18-page front and back long request. <laughs> uh, we're not only introduced to the hilarious unhinged Ross, Chandler Ping and Monica, Phoebe's mother, and of course the pre-mondler that I love. All the best. Katerina. Yeah. I'm just preparing a spike bowl, which I'll leave cooking while we record. No, that, oh, that was, was me. You. That was me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was me. But I did think it was weird that Katerina was telling us she was preparing a spike bowl, but I realise now that's that's the end of the request just above that, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, how is the spike bowl going? don't know. It's in the other room. My boyfriend's okay. keeping an eye on it. Bubbling under? No pressure on him, but if I get out of this recording and that spike bowl is fucked, whew. It's going to be a frosty evening at Allison Towers. Frosty, frosty evening. Um, okay, well, there you go. Do we want a quick synopsis, Peter? Uh, yeah, I, I, th- I feel like between the three requests, we've <laughs> probably got it covered, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of uh, just sort of admin in this episode before we get to any of it, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Ross breaks up with Bonnie. Falls asleep, reading a letter, Joey and Chandler come to Monica's rescue. Yeah, I mean, we know what it is. Oh, and then Phoebe goes to see Ursula, who reveals she already knows the truth about their birth mum. That's the, the bit that we haven't really yeah. touched on yet, isn't it? Um, so where do you want to begin? Phoebe? Um, yeah, let's do some Phoebe. The Phoebe plotline is very short, isn't it, really? It is, and it's also quite... Um, although there are a couple of funny moments, and it's really nice at the end when she does sort of... Um, Thaw a little to towards yeah. her, yeah, her biological mum. You do have a lot of sympathy for Phoebe, don't you? Because you, you kind of there's a lot of mentions of quite how bad the upbringing were was, and um, yeah, I just found myself feeling very sorry for her because she's also finding it all quite difficult. Yeah, and it's a big bloody reveal, isn't it? To be honest, yeah, like just nipping down to find something out about your your mum that's dead, and then suddenly it's like, oh no, I'm your mum, and also. Again, we touch on this sometimes. We criticise friends when necessary, but always nice when they're ahead of the curve. Just just a casual drop of a thruple. Yes, very normalised thruple, isn't it? Very, from like the 80s as well. Yeah. You know? Like their parents or 70s or whatever generation they were having kids in, you know? And when it's mentioned, it's not really like, what the hell, there were three of you. It's just like, they're a thruple, move on. Yeah, we were kind of a couple. They didn't use the word thruple. I wonder if that was coined later. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah, we do learn that just like, and that's quite a big reveal to learn as well, that your dead mum and estranged father were in some sort of thruple with this random woman you've just met in a house. Who looks like Hillary Clinton? 
She does like Hillary Clinton, doesn't she? Yes, you're not wrong. Uh, also, she is one of the other people who has a completely different hairstyle than the previous episode. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot of that. <laughs> it was long in the old one, and it's like much shorter um, in this. Uh, just to touch on a point that, oh, who made it? One of the, it, I think it was Helen. Yes, Helen made the point about Chandler's changing hair. I think it's Ross, Chandler, and... Ross's is a lot longer, isn't it? Yeah, Phoebe as well, yeah. It's Ross and Chandler's are both longer, and, and Phoebe Seniors is shorter. Kind of nuts, huh? Hmm. Kind of um, nuts. Phoebe learning that there was a suicide note is quite difficult as well. It's like not the most... Um, I'm not saying it, it shouldn't be in there because it's not super fun plotline, but yeah, it's uh, it's quite dark, that is. It is quite dark, but Ursula, as awful as she is as a human being, is an excellent comedy character, isn't yes, she? Like her I agree. absolute disdain slash just sort of non You know, like she doesn't give a shit, does she? She's just like, oh. No, well, and whatever. the way that she goes inside and then writes a note, because I yeah. was thinking when, when Phoebe <laughs> reads the in inverted commas, suicide note out. I was like, that feels like a weird note. And because I forgot the joke that yeah. uh, it was actually what Ursula had just scribbled down. Yeah, that's laugh out loud funny, that moment for me. I really like that. <laughs> She's just like, you know, bye girls, P.S. your is in Montauk. Like, yeah. The idea that Ursula was like, right, I can solve all these problems very quickly. I've got it. I know exactly what to do. <laughs> Um, so Ursula's always a good, a good fun, isn't she? But then, like you say, Phoebe Senior comes eventually to the coffee shop and tries to make peace with Phoebe, who is singing uh, one of my favourite little Phoebe ditties, 66 Colours of My Bedroom. Yeah, I like the uh, encouraging other people to count the colours in their bedroom as well. Yeah, very Radio Breakfast show, isn't it? It was, yeah. How many colours uh, are in, in your bedroom? Uh, six, six, it, I just, I don't want to dwell on this for too long because it's probably not the main focus of this episode but is she saying there are 66 just different things that have colors in her bedroom or is she saying her walls are painted 66 different colors i think it's different things isn't it so just like a makeup box might be one or you know like a you know just like there's items everywhere right yeah just like a bedside table might be a different one 66 is quite a lot isn't it though i also just don't think you'd be able to count that you'd lose count wouldn't you um yeah and i just think what was that uh, that was my phone dropping off my thigh onto the floor yeah. uh, because I'd forgotten to put my phone on my thigh. Cause Do you regularly frankly, keep your phone they, on your thigh? Yeah, well, uh, what I was about to say is who fucking keeps their phone on their thigh. Yeah. What an absolutely mad decision from me that was. Yeah. Um, so there you go, phone's on the floor now. Probably dead. Um, yeah, but I feel like if there were 66 different items, the song could have been more in-depth and sort of gone, you know, I've got a green... She should have listed all 66 of them. Well, she, all six items, exactly, yeah. Like, got a green wardrobe and a fuchsia wardrobe. And a, <laughs> I can't think of anything. Talking of colours, do you know what I think is absolute um, interior decor goals? Is, um, yes, go on. Why were you about to guess? Uh, yes. Go on. Uh, no. Right. Well, I think what's happened here... No, no, go on, you tell me. You're right? No. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is I love it when people have bookcases that are like organized in colors. Who has that? Like, you know how people have like it goes all through all the No, reds no I know how people do, but. Oh, you uh, just see it on Instagram and stuff. What's this got to do with friends? You colors in a bedroom. Oh, I thought you'd seen like. A good organised 
bicolour bookcase in Friends? No. Are you just saying to me, here's the thing I like? Yes. Oh, fine. Great, that wasn't clear. No, everything has to be about friends on this podcast. Oh, tell that to everyone listening to this. <laughs> Christ, Pete. How many times does the word friends appear in the three-word title? All right, mate. Tell me more about your foaming on your fucking thigh. <laughs> it's not on my thigh, Pete. It's on the floor. Was on your thigh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I've lost the train of thought. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I enjoy the scene where uh, Phoebe Senior is just basically going for completely root one things to to try and find some sort of common ground with with Phoebe. Yeah, the most <laughs> incredibly basic things, aren't they? Like pizza, pizza like the puppies. Beatles and yeah. puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I think of, of all of those, the Beatles is actually probably the riskiest. You know, not everyone loves the Beatles, but the nice but thing about it is how. Um, how much it seems to mean to Phoebe, how excited she is about that, that, that sort yeah, of Yeah, you, you start to see like a completely opposite attitude come out, you know? She was hurt, but now she genuinely is excited by this idea of of getting to know her mum, right? Yeah. And so that's really nice. Uh, and so obviously this develops into the next episode, which I carried on watching because I forgot to turn it off, where Phoebe thinks her dead mum is in a cat. So yes. it's, a real, it's a real swing of uh, uh, Phoebe mother-based plot lines this this season openings isn't it for sure um chandler monica and the jellyfish a lot of chandler and monica foreshadowing here isn't there yeah and you know what it's surprisingly like i forget how close it is to them actually getting together it's exactly one season In, 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 in the first episode of the next season is where they sort of decide to have a you know they've had the one that's done the night before but they decide to pursue this little secret relationship so it's not like, in my head, when I think about this era of Chandler trying to persuade Monica, I'm like, that's years and years and years before. But it's not, is it, at no, all? No, we're quite close to it. Very close to it. The melodrama of the retelling of the jellyfish story is so good. It's so well plotted, it's so well scripted, that whole bit, isn't it? The way the blocking all works, the the sort of the mimicry of those retelling. Ah, oh, I just, everything about that is pretty perfect, isn't it? There's also um, the, the line that I uh, didn't, remember and found really funny yeah. was when they talk about going back to the beach house because of the sting and one of them says it's like two miles and joey goes yeah and i'm a little tired from digging the hole, digging the hole. <laughs> <laughs> i really liked that what i really like about this episode is that um a lot of the plot lines are quite serious. You've got Ross and Rachel trying to rekindle their relationship and get over this cheating thing. You've got uh, Phoebe discovering her birth mum is, you know, not who she thought it was. And then Joey's plot line is digging a big hole. Yeah. And then having to try and piss on Monica. <laughs> and that is very, very Joey, isn't it? Yeah. No, I, I really love this plot i love the avoidance of talking about it i love how uh reluctant either of them the the guys are once it starts being brought up as a subject like the story is about to be told and chandler's horrified about the idea of it being told it's just all really good yeah it's great isn't it uh, although i have a question about them being two miles from the house because the whole point of this beach house thing is that the the house got flooded because it's right on the sea that's where the sand and also, you know, flood damage. The, the flooding of the beach house it's it's filled it with sand like yeah. an, a, a humongous amount of sand the a beach is basically sand. in the house yeah but yeah. seemingly done no other damage right there's very little uh evidence of water damage at all is there 
Also, if you've got a beach house that floods, whoever built that beach house is a fucking idiot because yeah. it's clearly too close to a very large body of water, the actual sea. Well, but yeah, and that's why this two miles from the house thing doesn't work at all, does it? There can't no. be two miles from the house. That'd be nuts. What the hell, guys? What the hell? We want someone to get fired for that mistake. Um, Here's the problem about jellyfish, Pete. Do you know what you shouldn't do? Piss on them? get stung by jellyfish. Piss, Piss on, on the sting, not Piss on, on the jellyfish. Right. Um, it's, it's apparently absolutely not the thing to do. What is As the thing to do? As I was told when... I got stung by not one Pete, but four jellyfish last summer. Four? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Why did they have it in for you? I just accidentally Was it all died. at once? Yeah. So what I didn't realise when I was jumping off, I went on one Why of these. Why didn't I know like, this? Um, I don't know. I haven't mentioned it and it hasn't come up naturally in conversation. Because and, all your friends had to piss on you. Uh, yeah, because everyone, yeah, exactly. Well, four, I figured four jellyfish, I needed four people to piss on me yeah, at once. Fair. So, what a uh, weekend. Obviously, I filmed it and sold it. You yeah. Know, it's like, make, make a bit of, uh, extra cash. Yeah. From the perverts. Um, but no, but the, uh, so no, what happened was we went on one of those big inflatable things that gets pulled by a speedboat, you know? Right. Off the coast of Spain. And then at the end, they're like, oh, you can jump out here and swim to the shore if you want. So I did that. Um, and, what I didn't realise until my friends sort of showed me a video later was I jumped into, like, jellyfish-infested water. Oh, wow. But I didn't really see that. And they weren't massive ones, but... Did it hurt? Is that a stupid um, question? It was just like a really, really, really bad nettle sting, you know? Like, right, it wasn't, okay. like, writhing around, like, Monica can't walk anywhere, you know? But it, it was pretty uncomfortable. My dad once got stung by three bees in one day. Three bees. Yeah. We used to where where we in our in their my old family house, um, the neighbour used to keep bees and um every so often they'd swarm and like we'd be out in a garden and then mum would just be like, The bees are swarming and we'd have to run inside. <laughs> and then one time dad got stung by three of them in one day. That's three dead bees, that is. That's three dead bees. And one very angry Rob Allison. Well, quite. Is a bee sting worse than a wasp sting? Uh, couldn't tell you. No, I couldn't either. And there ends the conversation. I don't mind bees, but I don't like wasps. I've got a tattoo of a bee. Well, of course, Manchester. Yeah. What's the expression about the hive? Bee hive. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant. You know about the no? Do you know what I'm on about? No. There's like, oh, no beers better than the... What am I on about? Let's say I'm Googling bees hive saying (laughs) the first thing thing to come up is 89 bee quotes and inspirational bee sayings. Buckle in, guys. I'm going to read all 89 of them. <laughs> the top one is, if you want to gather honey, don't kick over the beehive. Uh, oh, that'd be quite a good way to gather honey, I, There's it? some sort of saying about the, the the hive is stronger than the, the bee or something. <laughs> Someone will know what I'm on about. Nobody does. The internet doesn't know, Pete, so... Someone, someone listening to this will know what I'm trying to say about... Bees. <laughs> anyway. Is it time we moved on from this? Uh, no, I feel like 
I feel like I want to find. Oh, fuck it. Who gives a shit? Strong hives are better than more hives, according no, to BearCountyBees.com. That's, that's not it. Um, <laughs> something about bees. <laughs> I can't wait to see how much of this gets through to the edit. Anyway, got something by Jellyfish. They told me to just pour uh, water on it, basically. Oh, well, that's boring. Very boring. And then it was really, really quite annoyingly, not painful, but irritating for about 40 minutes, and then it was fine. So I feel like this whole plot line is a work of fiction, frankly. Okay. I mean, it famously is a work of fiction. In the it sense literally that it's a fictional is. Fictional yeah. yeah. uh, people have fictionally written it. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So that's that. So yeah, so a year away from Chandler and Monica getting together. I mean, Chandler seems quite despo at the moment, doesn't he? That's, that's the only thing I would advise him on. But hey, works out for him in the end. It does, isn't it just? Uh, Ross and Bonnie and Rachel, eh? Uh, yes. Um, Bonnie hustling Ross for sex when he's asleep sounds slightly problematic, doesn't it? All this bit is fucking weird, basically. She's yeah. definitely got some boundary or consent issues, right? Yeah, totally. Tell her you're not in the mood. She likes that and it basically spurs her on. And faking sleep doesn't work either. And, it, and Ross sort of starts a thing which they lightheartedly laugh off where he says, the number of times I've woken up to, to what? Yeah. What? I, 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 I don't want to go into what I imagine what that is. Wild. I mean, Bonnie's like, yeah, She's Bonnie. a sex pest. I mean, that's a pest. It seems fairly, um, light, uh, light word for right. it. She's a sex offender. <laughs> that seems a bit strong. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle, Pete. Okay, fine. Uh, I thought you were going to try and find a word, but no. Oh, uh, Sex nuisance. <laughs> Sex nuisance. There you go. Um, so we join this plot line at the end of the cliffhanger from the previous season, don't we? Which rooms are going to go in? Rachel or Bonnie? We don't actually know which rooms which. Actually, there's, there's a few bits like this in this episode, like the hair, but it just completely changes what they filmed the previous season. Like, 
at the end of the last episode, Ross opens the door. That's a really says, good moment as well at the end of that series. We go on. Like that when he's picking oh, which was, door to yeah. go through, it's a great yeah. cliffhanger. Yeah, it's a really good cliffhanger. But he opens the door, says hi, and then closes the door behind him. Yeah. But then in this episode, he opens the door, says hi, but just stands in the open door talking to them both, like quite quickly, you know? And quite an anticlimax that it ends up being that actually they were both in there. In, in the same room, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. sort of like a delayed reveal, isn't it? Which is quite nice. Um, it, it gives us another few seconds before we realise which room he's actually chosen, which is... Um, oh my God, that's my phone falling off my thigh <laughs> again. He's wearing some very uh, smooth trousers. <laughs> Do you know what I'm actually wearing, Pete? Some Leeds United training shorts. Oh, well, yeah, they're very nylon-y. They're very nylon-y, very nylon-y. You'd be pleased to know, fans of my phone thigh, I've now put the phone on the desk in front of me. Good. And we will no longer have any issues with my phone (laughs) sliding off my thighs. Well, let's hope not. Um, So, yeah, so in goes Ross. Uh, It turns out he's chosen Rachel, who's sun-creaming... Bonnie's head when she got sunburn. It was night when she shaved her head. Do you know what I do? And now it's still the night. Really like that bit where um, Bonnie's gone and Ross says about seeing the five o'clock shadow on her head and they both laugh about it and then feel bad about laughing at it and stop themselves. That's really good. Yeah, there's some nice bits in this. But once you get into digging into the actual sequence of events here, I feel like Rachel, it's not often we sided Ross, is it? But I think like Rachel should have maybe uh like she's basically made him break up with bonnie and then gone we can't get back together yet until you read this letter and i'm like you know very long letter as well i know that's absolutely the point but i'm i another unusual circumstance in which i agree with ross is that that is a very long letter it's too long mate 18 but can i couldn't think of anything i could write for 18 pages front and back frankly no that's a lot. And, and especially when we re- learn later that the whole letter's building up to one single question. What a fucking, like, get to the point, mate, you know? I do love that physical acting as well in this bit where Rachel's, you know, very slow to respond to it does. And Ross is trying to work yeah. out whether he said the right or wrong thing. And then yeah. his reaction to actually reading the letter is great as well when he's on his own and he gets it back out to check it. And he sort of starts frowning at it when he realizes what he's just agreed to. It's all really good. I really enjoy all of Schwimmer's performance in this in this plot line. You know, he's doing a lot of legwork here, isn't he? Uh, sort of bluffing his way through the whole does it bit, which again, Rachel's not making it easy on him, right? She's just gone full cryptic and just gone, well, does it? It's like, just ask the question, Rachel. And the, the, the last, um, I think one of the three requesters, sorry, I can't remember which, said this. Katarina was the last one. About it as like an ensemble bit at the end, because you've got the great bit with Chandler, Joey and Monica and all of that drama. And then you've also got great performances by um, David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston as well, because the you fell asleep bit and all of that is great too. The um, Y-O-U-R apostrophe or all that, however that's spelled, Y-O-U, whatever. Why are you apostrophe re is you are? Why are you yeah, are is it. your? Um, correcting spelling is a huge ick, by the way. So um, Rachel's better off with that one. Oh, what you think? Yeah, you think? Yeah, but don't uh, you find one of my friends is dating someone at the moment? Yeah, and the person he's dating messaged him and like corrected his spelling, and he was like, "Is it weird that I've got the ick of this?" I'm like, absolutely not. Oh, that's interesting. It's annoying. But do you find it? As, do you find people that are spelling correctly in it or not? No, no. Do you uh, not? 
the I, the you are and your thing really bugs me if someone texts me that wrong. But equally, life is short, so yeah. fucking go over it. Yeah, do you know what? You are right. There's no reason. Like it's yeah no actually i'm happy to to cede that point there's a whole uh stephen fry clip somewhere that i've watched in the past where he basically goes do you understand what they're trying to say in which case it's fine yeah you know that, that's, yeah that's that's what and in the vast majority of cases you would understand it yeah because that's what language is basically about right communicating the thing and he's i do remember watching that and going yeah fucking stop moaning about spelling dave you absolute prick so you're quite right thanks for reminding me about that it's okay do you know the other bit that I love in this is when Rachel is shouting at Ross and says about him having to spend his weekend playing Scrabble with Monica. Monica. And she's just stood there and just goes, hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she gets really caught in the crossfire uh, and at the same time portrays this incredibly pathetic scene of Ross and Monica yeah, playing sibling Scrabble on a Saturday night, which I'm not one to judge about how anyone spends their weekends. You do you, boo, but there is something about Ross and Monica playing Scrabble on a Saturday night, which in the, when they live in, you know, Greenwich Village in Manhattan in the 90s, which is a bit bleak, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Oh, funny, funny, funny. Um, I always watch this scene where that Ross and Rachel are in bed. So firstly, Ross has already now read the letter and gone, fuck this, no interest. But rather than confronting Rachel about it, he's just... Had sex shagged, with her. Shagged her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I think he shouldn't have done that necessarily you know also they're lying in such a weird way yeah they're sort of spooning but upwards <laughs> yes exactly vertical spooning right vertical spooning, yeah <laughs> yeah it's it, it's only good for a tv scene isn't it yeah like you you wouldn't you, you wouldn't be doing that you have otherwise. to really like arrange yourself in that position to do it yeah is that uh <laughs> Joey and Chandler conversation about women stacked on women is like end to end or, or tall like pancakes. <laughs> yeah. And it's that, it's like the sort of physical, uh, the physical embodiment of that. Um, but yeah, but this scene when they're in bed and Rachel does that very fucking patronizing slap on the face thing, you know, that like time was all you needed just to get, it's a real bounce back and forth as to whose side I'm on in this episode. I'll tell you what. Um, but then, remember in the flashback, you actually see Ross shout, we were on a break later on. Yeah. But in this one, it just cuts to the apartment. I've always found that really weird and interesting why they decided to do two different versions of that. Um, and that is my only thoughts on that scene, frankly. Um, but there's some fucking iconic moments in this, aren't there? I'd yeah, like really say, good. There's all that you've had really good 18 pages, front and back. And then it's not that common, all of that sort of stuff. It's like absolutely friends, iconic moment after iconic moment this episode, isn't it? And they resurface in sort of flashback episodes, etc. So you've probably seen those scenes, you know, even more times than any of the other friends that you've probably seen plenty of times. Absolutely. What do you think, what would you say the, it's not that common, doesn't have to every guy and it is a big deal, is referencing? So what's the wording again? Not that common, doesn't have to every common. guy. It doesn't have to every guy and it is a big deal. Losing an erection? See, that's what I would have thought, but apparently... The writers have revealed a couple of years ago that it's about premature ejaculation. Oh, that kind of makes sense. It does make sense, but I would have thought the the not being not being able to get it up was that was definitely was my instinct, you know? Um well, they're quite polar opposite issues, aren't they? 
Well, quite, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one certainly doesn't exist without the other, does it? No, no. Um, but there you go. I just thought. Unless you're Joey, because he just does it anyway. <laughs> just <laughs> Famously thumbs it in. Oh, Peter. That, that was the original context of that, of me saying that, though, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? Thumbs yeah. it in, yeah. yeah. God, who would have thought that we'd go from that to someone actually having a tattoo of thumb it in? Yeah. Crazy. Quiz? Shout out to Amy. Quiz, sting, then quiz. Jellyfish sting, then quiz. Right, so I have to try and find the quiz. From... I've got the quiz that's been sent in this week. Okay. Due to my excellent uh, quiz admin beat. I don't want to brag, but uh, if anything, I've done too much quiz admin because I've quiz. Your quizmen. My quizmen. I've added Go on, then. a quiz for an episode where apparently we already had one. So yeah. we'll check on next week's episode. This, Peter, is from Helen. Here is Helen's quiz, the one with the jellyfish. What time does Rachel give Ross her letter? Oh, hang on. This is the quiz that I was sent. Is it? No, is it? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, confusingly, <laughs> confusingly, the requester who has sent uh, a quiz is also called Helen. Oh, my goodness. Got now, can you understand my confusion? Helens. By the way, yeah, she's had her baby. Oh, congratulations. Uh, what, during, during the time we've been recording this podcast. So she sent this, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she sent this in uh, March, so really not that long ago, saying um, that she's had her baby, Ayla. So oh. she's back to rewatching Friends and listening to Friends with Friends at 3 a.m. in the morning. Oh, that's nice. Well, that's not the correct answer to question one. It's actually 5.30 in the morning when right. the letter, letter gets to, to Ross. But um, whether you're listening at 3 a.m. or 5.30 a.m., Helen, congratulations, and we hope that we hope was also, frankly, in disbelief that this podcast is helping in any way. Yeah. I hope it is, but I'm frankly baffled that it is. You know, fair. Uh, question two: What apartment number does Ursula live at? S- something and then a number, then a letter. Oh, very good, P. Yes, six A, six A. Fuck yeah! How do you did actually clock? I did actually clock that because I noticed the letter. Fucking great. Well done, mate. Uh, how far away is the beach house from where Monica was sitting by jellyfish? Two miles. Uh, how many colours are there in Phoebe's bedroom wall? 66. 66. And what four things are Phoebe and her birth mum have in common? Oh, what's Pizza. the fourth one? Beatles. Pizza, beetles, puppies. Being hungry. Oh, and they're both hungry, yes. Oh, we're doing well here. There, that's, a, that's, that's it. I think that's a full oh, house. nice. That's a full whack. Well, do you want another Helen's quiz? Uh, yes, please. Who was Phoebe living with when she was 18? It was a guy who talked to his hand, wasn't it? Oh, fuck yeah, what's his name? Can't remember. Uh, Cindy. Cin- Cindy? Yeah. Uh, question two. How many pages long was Rachel's letter to Ross? 18, Easy. front and back. Easy. Uh, what brand of beer were Joey and Chandler drinking at the beach house? Bud? Oh, fudge brownies. Uh, oh, it's, no, it's, no, we're wrong. What is it? It's Corona. Corona. There you go. Uh, according to her song, how many colours are in Phoebe's bedroom? <laughs> 66. Bonus okay, point, if you can name the two we hear her name. Fuchsia and Mauve? Is correct. Very good. Thank you very much. Uh, and what three things do Phoebe and her mum realise they have in common? <laughs> Beatles, puppies, pizza. And she said, I'll also accept both are hungry. Do you know what I'm going to do immediately after this podcast, Pete? What? I'm gonna order a pizza. Go, no, I've got one. I had oh. I had half pizza before, so it's just uh, there's a pizza out in the living room. 
Right. There's a dog in the living room, oh, so no. I'd better just pop the Beatles on and then make it yeah. the full the full yeah. three. Eh? Have you left a dog in a room? Have All you, four. Have you left a dog in a room with a pizza? Uh, no, he's, he's right here actually, but he oh, will be fine. with me in the pizza shortly. Yeah, that would have been a terrible idea, wouldn't it? Hey, want to know what next week's episode is? And whether there's a quiz existing. You don't need to organise a quiz because uh, Kieran has supplied one. Holy schmanoli. We are going to season 10, episode Ooh. four, the Ooh. one with the cake. Ooh. Great. See you then. Uh, bye. No? Yeah. Cool. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.